Today's episode is sponsored by you and others like you who have pledged a flexible monthly donation through the Urban Achiever Patreon page. Please consider becoming a contributor by visiting patreon.com slash urbanachiever. And thank you for your support. What's up, Achievers? It's me, your host and friend, Billy Power. Welcome to the show. This is the Urban Achiever Show with Billy Power. That's me. You're you. We're here. It's uh, it's the weekend. Maybe it's not the weekend. I don't know when you're listening to this. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's days later. Maybe it's Monday of the following week. I don't know which, how you live your life, what you're doing. <laughs> uh, but hey, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for listening. Uh, today's episode's more letters, more letters. Seemed like everybody enjoyed that last one, uh, last week. And, uh, I dug back into the uh, bins of the archives here and, uh, I have assembled a massive pile here, uh, that I'm sure will thrill and delight you, the listener. (laughs) Um, so yeah, let's just get to it. Okay, so I want to start out the uh, beginning of the show here. <laughs> Made a shocking, shocking and horrible, horrible discovery this morning. So I was going through all this old mail and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it's funny over time, uh, you know, perception is an interesting thing. How other people perceive you, how you perceive yourself. Uh, I'd like to think that it's somewhat of a theme of today's uh, show. It's in there. And uh, the reasons for that may not be clear right now, but they will be clear eventually. Uh, But let's start with this one. And that is that I've always perceived myself, you know, guys that I looked up to uh, back in the day were guys like Henry Rollins and uh, Ian MacKay of Discord Records, Fugazi, Minor Threat, etc. One thing that those guys uh, were kind of noted for is that they would and and sort of like uh, like an a uh, way of working within punk uh, was, you know, you weren't supposed to be a rock star. You weren't trying to be cooler than other people. You were just, it was like important that you be like everybody else. And uh, one way that these guys in particular distinguished themselves is that they were very good about writing back and writing letters and writing fans back and, and uh, that that was important. And uh, so I always took that really seriously uh, when I was in my band, when I was a tooth and nail, uh, I was always the guy that would write people back, send them back letters, send them lyrics, send them merchandise, whatever it is that they wanted. Um, so it's been a point of pride for me, for me, for most of my life. But as I discovered today, I've not been a hundred percent successful, uh, in my quest to uh, return the mail. And, uh, we're going to see some of that today, starting with this horrible, shocking, awful, terrible discovery. And that is a pile of envelopes here. Uh, the first names and locations of which I'm about to uh, reveal. These are all from around, I would guess, based on the stamps on here and whatnot. Um, this is 1995, I guess, right around the year. There's a stamp on here on this first one that's Love USA 1995. So what I have here in my hand is a pile of self-addressed stem- stamped envelopes, maybe a dozen or so, of people that had kindly written in to the band I was in, Blenderhead, sending uh, notes, kind notes, fan notes, and then requesting lyrics. Now, not everybody's uh, intentions in uh, asking for the lyrics uh, was... Uh, how shall I put it, uh, coming from a good place. <laughs> As you will hear from some of these letters, uh, some of those was uh, worried parents, uh, some of them concerned that they might be listening to bad things in those lyrics. Um, but these people send the, sent their, uh, you know, sent, took the time to write a letter, send a self-addressed stamped envelope, which is like a thing back in the day. It's basically an envelope addressed to yourself with a stamp on it, and then we would put the lyrics in there and send them back to these uh, kind people. So what this is is a pile of envelopes of people I'm about to apologize to. 
I doubt any of them are listening, but just in case, uh, I'm going to read the first name, location, and uh, I apologize. I am very sorry to you, dear listeners, uh, dear people, uh, one-time fans of my one-time band, Blenderhead, that I failed you. I did not send you your lyrics. You probably thought we were trying to hide something. Um, I honestly don't know what happened to these because we were pretty diligent about doing that. They probably just got lost in a pile of stuff. Uh, all these years later, I still have these piles of stuff. So trying to go through all these things, get rid of uh, stuff, clean up the clutter. And, uh, we're going to start today with some apologies. Uh, Luke from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm sorry. Did not send you your lyrics. Shelby from blue ball, Pennsylvania. I guess that's really a place. Uh, Shelby, I'm sorry. I did not send you the lyrics. Amanda from, uh, Smithville, Ohio. Sorry. Daniel from Irvine, California. Sorry, buddy. Ben from uh, I don't I can't even read this. Tulumne, California. I don't know. It's a PO box. But uh, Ben, sorry. Uh, Todd from Bally, Pennsylvania. I'm sorry. Matthew, Little Rock, uh, Arkansas. Matthew G. Sorry about that. <laughs> God. Uh, Kyle from Windsor, New York. Sorry, man. Sorry. Uh, And then this one's even worse. I'll save this for the end, actually. Uh, Bill from Southampton, Pennsylvania. Sorry. Uh, George from Center Reach, New York. Sorry, dude. Sorry. Uh, Peter from Roslyn Heights, New York. Sorry. Josh from Cambridge, Minnesota. Sorry, dude. Uh, Eli from Lakeville, Minnesota. Sorry, I did not send you the lyrics. Daniel from Salem, Oregon. Sorry. Sorry, Daniel. Jeremy from Kennewick, Washington. Uh, Really sorry, dude. I let you down. Uh, How ironic. (laughs) Chris from Gretna, Louisiana. Sorry. Sorry, Chris. Kevin from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Sorry. Uh, Kelly from Mountain Home, Arkansas. Sorry. Kelly, sorry. Chris from El Segundo, California. Sorry, Chris. Wow, this one was a nice envelope, too. It even has that, like, uh, self-sticky strip on it. And uh, John from Appleton, Wisconsin. I'm sorry. And uh, last but not least, uh, here is an order to my old mail order company, Morphine Industries, for a Blenderhead sticker and a Don't Know sticker. And this actually, here is a check from March of 1995, uh, Sean from Wake Forest, North Carolina, uh, you sent $2 in the form of a check that I'm holding in my hand that was never cashed. And I never sent your stickers and I'm a dick. Sorry. There you go. Uh, perception versus reality segment of today's episode. <laughs> I perceive myself as someone who does what I say I'm going to do. And in the case of all these people, I never sent you your stuff. And for that, I am regrettably deeply sorry. All right, moving on. Uh, so there's a mixed bag here today. Got some a lot of Blenderhead ones because uh, that was the bin I was going through. There's a few Tooth and Nail ones. Um, this is a Tooth and Nail one. I'm starting with the Tooth and Nail one here. I would like to order the three seven inches by Starflyer 59 MXPX and Blenderhead enclosed is $12 and a copy of my zine. I'm planning on reviewing the seven inches for my next issue. Please send them ASAP so that I can get them before the next issue. I was wondering why you don't sell your CDs and tapes for wholesale through mail order. Usually only major labels do that. I'm hoping Tooth & Nail isn't a, quote, major label because of the problems that go with that. I mean, TrueTune sells them for less than you guys do. Also, I was hoping for some kind of discount since I'm giving you guys free advertising by reviewing your stuff. I have already done good reviews for Plank Eye and Sometimes Sunday. Well, just a thought, Chris. Thanks, dude. Uh, hello, my name is Jacob. I oh, uh, before I, <laughs> before I go any further, I am going to read first names today. Uh, I uh, by me reading these letters and reading names, I'm in no way endorsing or not endorsing uh, or whatever anything. I uh, just thought if you're a person that wrote a letter and you weren't sure, and I at least said your first name, that maybe you would remember. Wow, look at this one it has chemistry homework on the back of it. All right, here you go. Hello, my name is Jacob. I'm here from the planet Xeron. 
<laughs> Me and the other stumble bunnies have stoled some poor kids chemistry homework to send this important message. The stumble bunnies and I need some artifacts to take back to Xeron. We first plan to take Julio Iglesias and the girl from Asa base back with us, but upon further consideration realized this would never help to advance our nations. We decided instead to take one alien workshop skateboard and numerous tooth and nail products back. We would like and have enclosed 60 George Washingtons for one short sleeve, small logo, black shirt, one black beanie for our alien heads get so cold <laughs> and a tooth and nail promo CD. Uh, blender head live to uh, blue tile lounge seven inch and uh, then there's a bunch of math and sixty dollars uh total not the money i didn't blow it with this one i was just kidding i'm actually not an alien <laughs> however i do feel like julio iglesias maybe from another planet i am just your average long-haired youth who thinks both jesus and punk rock is cool i hope you keep up the good work <laughs> then that's funny Keep up the good work. There it was. Maybe I stole it from uh, you, Jacob. Uh, send me, please, another order form. And I would also like to know of any dates of Tooth & Nail bands, concerts anywhere near the East Coast. Uh, and then he had scribbled out uh, <laughs> West and, and wrote East. And then in parentheses, never claimed to be a Boy Scout. <laughs> P.S. How can I get shirts from Wish for Eden, Everdown, or other bands? And then PS2, as you can probably tell by my lengthy set-a-pair, S-E-D-I-P-A-R-E. I have no idea what that is, that I am an English kid. Knowing this, please still overlook all misspellings. K, thank you. Bill, I must also add that I found the cigar and butt crack in your album packaging very hilarious and not something against Christ. I personally think Jesus enjoyed good humor. Look at the aardvark. Keep up the punk. Jacob. All right. And uh, there's some advanced chemistry study sheet for hydrocarbon derivatives on the back here draw a structure for each three pentanone propanol diethyl ether i'm not going to try to read that okay i i have no idea what this is there's no name there's no address it's just maybe one of the most bizarre things in this whole pile here oh no the bargain basement has been taken over by the bird people Last time we checked, clothespins were being applied to the midget security guard in an attempt to torture the information out of him. It didn't work. Having a bad case of gas, he was quickly escorted to the door. The police were able to find out everything was okay and permission was granted to start the garbage search. Much to our dismay, all the normal cooking utensils had been stolen by Mo, the maintenance man, and with them all help of getting out alive. Is this the end? Well, of course, the end. No idea what that means. <laughs> Just bizarre. Here's a uh, really super old uh, one pager uh, printout of Tooth and Nail Mail Order from when we were running it out of my apartment. It's so old that the uh, printing is like clearly from like one of those old dot matrix printers. And uh, they've circled this, the seven inches on here that they're ordering in a long sleeve shirt. This this girl, Jennifer from Mawa, New Jersey. And I just thought it was fun because it says, God, that signed, God keeps his grip. Thanks, Christ fans. <laughs> uh, weird. It's only going to get weirder here from here, folks. Hang on to your hats. Two. Those weird Christian punk guys at Tooth & Nail Records. I was feeling extra, extra punk today, so I'm sending you cash. Hope you don't mind. Please send me MXPX Blenderhead Starflyer 7 inches. Thanks for putting out some decent Christian punk rock. I was really getting sick of, and by the way, rock is spelled R-A-W-K. All throughout this for some reason that I don't understand. I was really getting sick of the adult contemporary crap and mid-80s cock rock that seems to dominate the Christian music scene. Uh, that's, that was one thing I really hated about that mid-90s uh, Christian music scene. There's all the damn cock rock. <laughs> if you guys... That's not in the letter. That's just me editorializing. If you guys really want to get the message of Jesus out to the secular punk community, trust me, this is a group of people who really need it. You should release your albums on vinyl, spelled V-I-N-A-L, and advertise in Maxim Rock and Roll and zines like that. Now, a few questions, if you don't mind. I heard you were going to be releasing an album by Don't Know. 
I hope this is true. I saw them live a couple of weeks ago and thought they kicked butt. Also, do you have any stickers available for MXPX Focus, the Crucified, the Blamed, or Blenderhead? I saw a tooth and nail sticker stuck on a window by the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver yesterday. Wow. Also, is there any chance of uh, MXPX or Focus doing shows anywhere in Seattle, Bellingham, Vancouver, or the surrounding areas? If so, could you please send me dates and places? Thanks for your time, and may God bless you. James from Coquitlam, BC, Canada. P.S. I'm a business major at Trinity Western University Church, by the way. Happens to be a Christian university, if you couldn't tell by its name. It would be really groovy if some tooth and nail bands put on a show there sometime. If you're interested, tell me, and I'll help you book and promote a show. Well, thank you, sir. I'm pretty sure that I put that sticker up, by the way, because we played up there. Also a vandal. Not a returner of mail. Also a vandal. Strike two. There's some poetry on this, the moon, the falling star, look elsewhere, something, a PS about an electric frog that we can hang in our bathroom. Very odd. This is two tooth and nail merchandise PO box in Seattle, Washington. Dear sir or sirs or ma'ams, parentheses on the S's, I discovered your ad on the first page of the alternative press today while browsing through the mall looking for something enlightening, very scarce, floating in small town soup. And I was awed not only at your aesthetically sparkling and also diggable, I think, bands portrayed. I'm a 19-year-old self-taught post-grunge neo-beatnik. 19-year-old self-taught post-grunge neo-beatnik guy. Who, to the delight of 30 or so listeners, hosts a Christian, quote, alternative rock program, which airs at 11 to 12 p.m. Saturday nights on uh, KGHD 95.3 FM. I already own Plank Eye and would like to check out the other bands on your label. Please send me as much info as possible, like a complete catalog of available CDs, concert dates, booking info, etc. I'm really excited about the Christian rock ministry thing and hope to function with it all, perhaps recording my own release with my halfway formed band in a few years. Let Jesus bless you all at Tooth and Nail. What does tooth and nail, in quotes, represent? Well, peace out, Fritz. All right, Fritz. Fritz from Washington. Next. <laughs> Dear Mr. Powers. My name's not Powers, by the way. No S at the end there. Just, uh, just a note. Dear Mr. Powers, I recently, this is addressed to uh, me at Tooth and Nail uh, from someone in Washington State. I recently decided to stop listening to secular music, and ever since then, I have been really starved for good stuff to listen to. I'm determined to continue with this conviction, but I'm really in the dark about what's out there. My favorite kinds of music are alternative and rock, but know little about Christian artists in those areas. I was wondering if you might be able to provide me with any info on who and what exists in the Christian rock industry. I got your name from Heaven's Metal Magazine, which I just subscribed to, and I feel pretty silly about not having heard of Tooth & Nail before since it's based in Seattle and I live here. Thank you very much. Sincerely, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, for your letter. This is uh, also Tooth & Nail Mail Order Letter from 1994. Hey, punks. Greetings in the Lord, brothers. You don't know how glad I am for Tooth & Nail's existence. Without you guys, all I would have in my Christian music collection would be thrash. I've bought all your CDs. That's not bad. Uh, this is one of my favorite lines right here. I've bought all your CDs, though, except Joy Electric. Maybe I'll get that for my sister. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Keep them coming. My faves are sometimes Sunday, MXPX, and Wish Freed, not counting the Crucified, but I love everything. Well, what I'm really riding for is to order a baseball cap and a t-shirt. Here's my homemade order form. Short sleeve t-shirt, large, logo gray, circled, by the way, and baseball hat, total $30. It's enclosed. Hope to hear from you soon in Christ, Josh from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. And uh, maybe he'll get Joy Electric for his sister. <laughs> Oh, boy. This letter is uh, from a listener of the show, longtime friend of mine that goes way back to the day. I'm not going to say his name, but I know he listens to this show, so I thought he'd enjoy this if he recognizes it. I don't think there's anything here that'll give away who it is. Anyway, it's a guy, one time from Chicago. Dear Bill, I don't remember writing you recently, so I'll just assume that I didn't. 
Uh, thanks for the lyric sheet and articles and stuff. This is dated 1995, by the way. I know there's been talk about uh, here about getting both you and MXPX to play at Cornerstone. There's going to be some kind of hardcore stage each day or night or whatever. With two bands playing, I'm not sure about everything. Last year, they had the hardcore stage, which was supposed to be five bands Saturday afternoon on a small outdoor stage. Moved into the Japusa staff dining room because of rain. It turned out really cool because the stage is real small and it was packed. It was the only time uh, I saw the clergy and they were fantastic. Anyway, I've talked to Henry, the head guy, about getting you guys on. So we'll see. Maybe you've heard something already. We have nothing to do with any of this to speak of. And we did play there on that stage that summer. There's a video of it on YouTube if you're interested from the summer of 95. We played on the underground stage with Crux and I believe Strongarm maybe. I just saw a videotape of MXPX and the Cooties at the Push Club you mentioned, except for the lousy sound and the distant camera angle was great as if you were at the a huge stadium watching the Rolling Stones, but without the big video monitors they have at the sides. No, just kidding. Both bands really rocked MXPX. Did some newer songs that were really cool. Who are the Cooties? I never heard of them. It looked like the bass player, singer of MXPX played guitar for the Cooties. But like I said, it was hard to see except the blurred silhouettes of the musicians. Their songs were cool, old school punk, hardcore like MXPX. Do they have a tape? If so, how? tell me how to get one. A tape. Uh, <laughs> tape. You're going to hear that a lot in these. Tape. A tape. I got your tape. Uh, Crash Dog just played a show right here in our dining room last night. It was the first time they played in front of anyone in about six months. They've been through a bunch of changes. Spike quit as vocalist on good terms, and now Andrew, the guitarist, is singing, and a new guy Jason's playing guitar. If you ask me, it's a positive change. They've written a bunch of new songs and are in the middle of recording the next album. The sound is a little different, but the new stuff is better than anything they've done. Uh, side note, not in the letter. Uh, I just saw a video of Crash Dog playing on the Jerry Springer show. Uh, today on Facebook, and uh, there's some samples from that that were on the Blenderhead record from that episode. Uh, hey, I got a question. That tooth and nail press thing about Blenderhead that you sent called Blenderhead and quote emo core punk rock band. What exactly is quote emo core? I've never I've heard the term used at different times to describe different bands, but I'm wondering what it's really supposed to mean. I've heard Focus, Six Feet Deep, Blenderhead, and another band non Christian called quote emo. <laughs> I know it comes from emotional, but I thought that the most hardcore was emotional. Can you describe the basic characteristics of emo core, like tempo, vocal style, riffs, whatever, and give me some secular examples of emo core bands? I know this sounds dumb, but okay, I'm ignorant. I'm an old guy stuck in the old school. <laughs> Good luck laying that out. <laughs> well, I've got to go right back soon and tell me about the cooties. God bless my friend. This is a letter from a promoter uh, that sent me a letter after we played at uh, their sh this show in uh, San Antonio, Texas. And um, here it is. Dear Bill Powers. Oh, with the S again. I am the concert promoter that did your San Antonio, Texas show last year, June 26, 1995. I want to thank you for the great job you did at the show last year. At the show, we got to witness some kids. Uh, to some kids and three kids accepted Jesus in their hearts and the concert was aired on a San Antonio news broadcast. This was the first concert I ever did. I'm very pleased that you were one of the first bands to be presented. I hope everything went all right for you after all the problems that happened before the show that I, that day. I apologize for any inconvenience you may have had at my show. I don't remember. Maybe I wrote about that in Bottle Breaker. I don't think so. Uh, that night was a dream come true for me, and I'm so happy to have you share in my dream. I love seeing everything God promised me that night come true. This dream became an extra blessing to me to see three kids find the love of Jesus. Praise the Lord. In this packet, I'm sending you some awesome and not so awesome pictures of the show copied from a colored printer. I think the best looking pictures were of you. One, all in caps, one good looking guy and nice guy too. <laughs> Come on. I hope you enjoyed these pictures a whole lot. I love you and I am keeping you in my prayers. Uh, I'm sure you are always busy and have lots of friends to talk to you, but if you ever need another friend in Christ to talk to you, give me a call at the number, his production company. Jesus loves you, your brother in Christ, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Okay. Dear Blunderhead. Hey, Blunderhead. I wrote to you guys a long, long, long time ago. That night, I wrote like 10 bands. You were one of the only two who got off their buckets and wrote back. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Thanks. When you guys wrote back, you said you were out of tapes. If you have some now, let me know. Uh, 
If you don't, let me know anyway. I like to hear from bands. It makes me feel like a scenester. Thanks, James, from Bellingham, Washington. P.S. It would be really incredible if you did an all-ages show here. Uh, never did an all-ages show in Bellingham that I can recall, but we did many all-ages shows in the greater Seattle, Washington area. December 2nd, 1994, a letter that's printed on uh, really fancy paper that's uh, got the clouds in the background. A lot of clouds. Uh, Dear To The Now Records, I need your assistance on a couple of items. Number one, I just finished reading the recent Blenderhead interview and in Heaven's Metal magazine. I loved what one member had to say and appreciated his honesty. Well, I wonder who that was. Mm. I'm enclosing $10 for a copy of Blenderhead's newest tape. I can't wait to hear it. Number two, perhaps you can lead me in another musical direction. I've returned to the church after a long, painful journey. So I'm not an expert on doctrine or scripture or Christianity. I love secular bands like Black Flag, Rollins Band, and Danzig. I have yet to find a Christian voice that carries the power and intensity of those voices. I'm very comfortable with unflinching honesty, but the brutality and darkness of some of the words by Danzig and Rollins leaves me feeling bruised. I can see that. Is there a band out now that falls in that level of intensity? I've made one unfortunate trip (laughs) to the Christian bookstore music section in St. Petersburg, and the music they labeled as, quote, heavy metal was definitely not in all caps. I am a single mom and have no desire to waste the precious few dollars I have on shallow evangelical tinny guitar trash. Please let me know if anyone in your office has any suggestions. I have enclosed a self-addressed stamped envelope just in case you do have some information. Thanks so much, Carolyn from Largo, Florida. <laughs> How did she word that? A uh, unfortunate trip. Yeah. I hate it when they label the heavy metal and it's not heavy metal. It's the worst. Uh, Okay, Uh, here, uh, in keeping with what I was talking about earlier, here is a series of about five um, postcards from Ian himself, Mr. Ian from Discord Records. I used to send Ian packages of CDs, and uh, to his credit, he always would send me back a either handwritten or typed on a typewriter postcard, really cool postcards. uh, These have been sort of a treasured uh, possession of mine that I've had. Uh, for many years, and I think these are kind of fun. Just fun if you are a fan of his like I am, and and just to see what a thoughtful, courteous, great human being he is, and and uh, some of his commentary is pretty great. Uh, here's one from uh, June 28th, 1999. Dear Bill, sorry to take so long to get back to you. Thanks very much for the Juliana Theory CD and for the kind words about the Seattle show. That was a good one for us. Seattle turned it out that night. Here's a copy of the latest Lungfish. I hope you enjoy. Take care, Ian. And he signs his name Ian, and then a slash, and then Fugazi under it. <laughs> Pretty cool. Uh, next one from uh, 97, March 97. Dear Bill, thanks for the package. I've been checking them out. I really enjoyed Starflyer 59 CD. I guess I'm on the rock tip a bit, always have been. I'm sure you're aware of this, probably painfully, that there is a lyric misprint on the Puller CD. Both Just Enough and Number One Fan have the same lyrics. Ouch. That kind of thing drives us crazy here. So many details to double check. And of course, it's always too late when we finally discover one of our fuck ups. Anyway, TNN continues to be a great looking label. Congrats, Ian Discord. P.S. Fugazi probably won't be back out west at least for at least a year. There you go. From 1997. A year. It's been a lot longer than that, man. Uh, (laughs) October 24th, 1998. Uh, the cover of this postcard, by the way, is Ryan Nelson of The Most Secret Method with his 1995 hero, Majestic Pacer. Dear Bill, it's early Saturday morning and I'm hunkered down over my typewriter in an attempt to get caught up in the mail before the stone phone starts ringing. Soundtrack currently being provided by Roadside Monument. CD you sent. Thank you very much for the music. All the best, Ian. P.S. Forgive the missing E in Roadside. My finger forgot to hit the key. <laughs> so conscientious, that Ian. I really appreciate that about him. Here's another from uh, 1998. Dear Bill, thanks very much for sending the Frodus and Roadside Monument CDs. Your stuff looks great as always. I'm looking forward to checking them out. For now, they go into the to-listen pile on my desk. One major problem I've discovered with running a label is that one has little to no time to listen to music. Anyway, I'm sending you a copy of our new album. If you already have it, then just pass it on to some other deserving soul. Thanks again for thinking of me. Take care, Ian. God, what a cool guy. 
May 12th, 1996. Dear Bill, your package arrived just in time for my birthday. It was quite a gift. Thanks. I'm just starting to go through the music. I've been in New York City for the past two weeks. I'm listening to Blenderhead CD Muchacho Vivo at the moment. Sounds cool. Your thought is very much appreciated. Best of luck with the band and the label. Well, there you go. So some postcards from Ian, Mr. Ian Mackay. Um, here's a note from uh, an author uh, who wrote some cool books that I really enjoyed named Bob Briner, and uh, I'd written him, and he wrote me. And here's a letter from him. It says, uh, Mr. Power, in the same way that uh, Francis Schaeffer books have been foundational in your life, Elton Truebloods have been in mine. I hope you'll take a look at these two classics and uh, pass them uh, along to those who can benefit. Bob Briner, R-A-B, signed from Greenville, Illinois. Uh, Bob's no longer with us and uh, ran across that today. I was thinking about that guy. That was pretty cool. So he sent me books from his personal collection. Pretty awesome. Dear Blenderhead, I love your guys' music. It rocks. My favorite song is Choice. Your album Prime Candidate for Burnout is a very cool one. I encourage you to go with your music. You guys have a very prosperous future waiting for you to grab it. <laughs> oh boy did we ever <laughs> i am sending this letter and a self-addressed stamped envelope to get your lyrics they're cool i also wanted to know if i could have your autographs well gotta go keep on rocking it's a drag to fit in shaggy shaggy's from uh saint john missouri put his real name there not gonna say it luke his first name uh, Blenderhead, I recently got your album and I love it. It's so cool. My favorite songs are song number three, Power Trip, Internalize, and number two, Cesspool, which I also have on my Help Us Amongst Friends CD. I had your album poster thing from Heaven's Metal posted in my locker for a while, but I took it down to rotate it with my other posters and I forgot to put it back up. Anyway, a lot of kids said something about it, some good, but most made fun of it, even though I do go to a Mennonite school. <laughs> I just love the idea of those little Mennonite kids making fun of my band's poster. I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, I appreciate if you could send me tour dates, any merchandise info, and the lyrics to Prime Candidate for Burnout. May God guide you and all you do. God bless, Todd. Todd from Reading, Pennsylvania. All right, Todd. Uh, Blenderhead is sweet at the top. There's a dash in there. Never had a dash in there. But then, dear Blenderhead, but regular <laughs> okay here we go rain it in rain it in this is from george from center reach new york dear blenderhead if i can call you that <laughs> can i get a copy of your lyrics i could have sworn i heard a cuss word but after hearing over and over you were saying shoot without shooting i have been waiting for you guys a long time i'm a big fugazi fan are you guys playing in the New York City, Long Island, Philadelphia area anytime soon? Please let me know. You guys are getting airplay on WUSB State University of New York, Stony Brook on 90.1 on the All Ages show with Christina. She's very cool, and so is her show. Thank you. Hope to see you in concert soon. Please put me on your mailing list if you have one. And uh, there you go. Thanks, George. And uh, it's nice. We sound like Fugazi. <laughs> it's from 1995. Oh, there's a bunch of little... Look at that. There's a bunch of little... Uh, Decorative stickers on that envelope. Very nice. Like of food and bread. Weird. Uh, this is from a uh, bookstore employee at a Christian bookstore in Federal Way, Washington from 1995. To whom it may concern, I work as the music buyer for the Christian Bookhouse in Federal Way, and I've had some people complain about your album, Prime Candidate for Burnout. Before I pull it from the shelf, I want to personally look at the lyrics to make a fair decision for everyone involved. Some people have complained about the artwork on the sleeve, but I personally do not have a problem with that. It simply looks like a bunch of guys having fun. I do not see anything totally distasteful in the artwork. However, I do need to make a decision about the lyrics. So if you can send me a copy or fax me a copy, that would be great. Thank you, Todd. Thanks, Todd. Hope you got that sorted out. This is from March 95. We need lyrics, Dan, and then in parentheses, and a doctrinal statement, Mom. Please send to Daniel. Thanks, Barb, in parentheses, Mom. This is from, this is from uh, Salem, Oregon. Barbara is the name of this mom, and she needs a doctrinal statement. Don't think we ever had one of those because we were just a punk band. 
You think people ever wrote Smashing Pumpkins asking them for a doctrinal statement? March 20th, 1995, Blenderhead. Hola, punk rockers. I've written before, but you probably won't remember. I'm looking forward to your show on the 31st. I've been waiting for a long time. And now that you'll be in Southern California, I'm super excited. I make a zine. So if you guys can spare five to 10 minutes for an interview after the show, I'll feature you in the next one. Right now, I'm working on an issue featuring MXPX. They sent pictures and stuff. I hope my parents still let me go. (laughs) They don't enjoy my music too much, but I love punk rock. I heart punk rock. I should say it's a heart. If possible, could you send me some old flyers or new ones for your shows? Even if they are in Washington, I'll take them. (laughs) Well, thank you for that. I'll hang them on my closet door. If you have pictures of you guys playing or that you don't want, can you send those too? If it costs too much or whatever, that's fine. Just wanting to spend on my wall, oh, Christian, wall, oh, Christian music stuff. That's hard to say. Thanks for the time and the musica buena. A little Spanish for you. Bye bye then, Andy. P.S. I have a patch that says Andy boy. It's Nito Torpedo. And there's a drawing of a guy with a blender in his head and a wall. And then there's a plug in the wall. And then it has a says punk rock with an arrow pointing to the plug. And then the guy with the blender on his head is saying, plug me into some punk rock. Andy from Upland, California. A letter from uh, March 1995. There you go. Uh, Dear Bill, let me take this opportunity to say thanks a bunch for the lyrics to your tunes on Prime Candidate. Enclosed, you should find a teller's check for $5 for one of your stickers and one of your 7-inch final records. Did you happen to catch any of the broadcasts by Pearl Jam and Friends on the something last Sunday? They're supposed to be on live video satellite from an undisclosed location, disclosed location in Seattle. Anyway, they were calling up people that they knew and I caught their phone call to Mike Watt, the former bass player for Minutemen, Rip D. Boone. I used to play in a band from KC before I became a Christian called EMF, Psychedelic Thrash something parody band. No, not the English dance band. Ugh. (laughs) The name is sort of naughty, but we were big fans of Big Boys, Minutemen, and Meat Puppets. Uh, We even got to open for the puppets a couple of times. I'm 32, so decrepit with age. But I remember it really decrepit at 32. Poor bastard. Uh, But I remember when all these guys couldn't get the time of day from mainstream record stores. Now they're everywhere. But I'm not sorry. I'm out of it to a large extent. That live broadcast was pretty explicit, which uh, means crude. Thank you. (laughs) The world hasn't changed at all. That's what I love about Jesus. He's always fresh and radical. The one... Uh, then which nobody can be more revolutionary. Well, that's enough of an old dude's reminiscing. You guys keep your noses to the grindstone. Come play KC at the New Earth Coffee House. Agape Bill. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, who's this dressed to? Blenderhead from March of 1995 from New Orleans, uh, Louisiana, from a fellow named Chris. Dear whoever bothers to read this, I would appreciate if you'd send me a copy of the lyrics for Prime Candidate for Burnout. Also, I was a little curious about one of the photos on the cover. I could tell that most of the photos were intended to be humorous outside of the pics of the band playing, but what's up with the Jesus picture? I mean, I don't know what your church background is, but that is definitely a Catholic picture. Does this mean you all are Catholic? If so, I strongly suggest that you take a look at the beliefs of the religion and what the Bible says. By the way, uh, I hear this a lot. People always call Catholicism a religion. It's a denomination of the Christian church, not a religion. Okay, Catholicism is not a religion. Uh, um, (laughs) If so, I strongly suggest you take a look at the beliefs of the religion and what the Bible says. If not, then I don't get it. It's not funny, and it doesn't glorify God. It looks like some weird shrine of Coke cans. I was just wondering if you could explain it. Before I go, I'd like to tell you that a friend and I are starting a Christian fanzine. We want to have articles written by Christian musicians. We will allow anyone to contribute articles, but of course they'll undergo editing before we stick anything in. But we feel that people would like to hear how members of their favorite bands feel, and all too often the only way a band gets to say anything is in a tight interview situation when you might not have time to think things out. Oh. 
Other than that, and through your music, there aren't many times you'll see articles written by band members themselves, but we'll send a general letter out to bands inviting them to write stuff. But since I was writing a letter anyway to get lyrics, I just figured I'd tell you ahead of time. Plans for the first issue are music reviews, book reviews, poetry, lyrics, and articles on abortion, politics, false religions under the guise of Christianity. <laughs> like Catholicism, I'm guessing. And we are hoping to have skateboarding stuff in there too. I'm hoping to get pro skater Salman Aga to share free words, but that's only a possibility while I'm saying too much. Yes, you are. Thanks for the time, and the album is great. Thanks, Chris, from Gretna, Louisiana. Uh, hope, you, uh, hope you're doing good. My name is John, and I'm a 14-year-old skater punk, and I think you guys kick butt. I don't think there are enough punk bands out there, Christian or non-Christian. I think you guys are one of the best. In the cover of your CD, you said to send a self-addressed stamped envelope. I don't know what that is, so I'm just sending this asking for lyrics. Thanks. P.S. If possible, send concert dates. That's from Appleton, Wisconsin. John, thank you. What is this? Um, this is from February 1995, written to Blenderhead, sent via airmail. Um, where is this from? Oh, from the Netherlands. Hi, Blenderhead. This is Bart writing. I recently bought the great CD Prime Candidate for Burnout, and I really like it so much that I wanted to have the lyrics. Well, sort of. Well, sort of like it. So this is my. S-A-S-E, as you called it, I'm deeply sorry, but the envelope with my address on isn't stamped. Yep, I can't buy American stamps here in Holland. Guess you figured that out already. Anyway, I'm asking you, please buy some stamps. <laughs> Put them on this envelope, and I'm a happy man. Maybe this is a great matter for you. Um, don't actually think so, but I'm a fan of... Uh, what on earth does that got to do with it? Anyway, I really will be happy man when I get the envelope back with the lyrics, of course. Haha. Ha. A magazine here in Holland reviewed, hmm, big word, the CD they told with it that the label Tooth & Nail Records only produces debut albums. Not true. Uh, wow, man, it would be a shame if you guys didn't bring out a second CD because you're simply great. I love giving compliments, by the way. Do you like this printed letter? I just bought a computer, so I thought it was a nice idea to print one. Another thing I want to ask you, don't stop reading. This is important. Are there any t-shirts of Blenderhead? Since there aren't any in Holland, what is natural with those underground bands uh, from the U.S., I thought it would be cool if there would really exist some or will exist in the near future. In case they are, please send some information about it, price, etc. As I'll buy one, need a t-shirt anyway. This would be great. Was it already known to you that the tracks 9 and 10 are changed in order as named on the back of the CD cover? Nice cover art, by the way. Well, I gotta go now. Please reply something. I'm desperate, as I hate wasting time for nothing. To end with, I love tracks 1, 2, 7, 9, and 12. See ya, Bart. Thanks, Bart. P.S. I searched the whole house, troping to find some American money, but I failed. I thought it would be helpful if I included some money for you to buy stamps, but sorry, we don't have any. No money, no stamps. It's a tall order, Bart. It's a very tall order. Um, but I can see from this, this is somebody that I actually, I stamped it, that I sent it back to him and I sent him what he was asking for. So I'm not a total failure. All right, we're almost to the end here, folks. Hang in there. Uh, this is, uh, in, my, in high school, I was in a band called Pontius Pilate and the Pious Punks. Very, very cool name. <laughs> and then in an effort to uh, uh, appeal to be, uh, I don't know, more appealing to uh, <laughs> at the time what we call the secular crowd, we changed our name to Point Blank. And this is kind of like a general newsletter uh, note that we would have sent out to people on our mailing list. Uh, probably like around 1995 I'm or 19, sorry, 95, 85, I'm guessing from uh, this letter. So, uh, from point blank, this letter is being sent to anyone who's written to our band in the last year and a half. We are at the point that we need to make a mailing list. We have received so much mail that we are getting behind. And for the latest point blank news, we just finished our 14 song studio demo tape It's available for $3 postpaid. We also have one live tape available also for $3 postpaid. Soon we hope to have t-shirts and possibly stickers in the fall. Our new drummer, Barry Johnson, is working out great. He has been with us for a total of three shows now. If you decide to be put on the mailing list, please fill out the form enclosed. If you want to receive updated information on Point Blank, this is your opportunity. A subscription rate of $2 per six newsletters will be charged. 
This will cover postage, labeling, and other costs. Our latest concert was Victory Celebration 86, where we shared the stage with Baron Cross, Bloodgood, and Undercover. Wow. Soon we will be taking a little vacation so that I can concentrate on my studies. So from September 8th until mid-February, we won't be doing any live shows. Hopefully during this time, we'll also help us grow in our faith. During our, quote, vacation, we'll be selling tapes and working out the promotional material. This will enable us to return full, full force in February. We appreciate any suggestions, contacts, and a response from you in regard to our band. We also apologize for late returns of tapes or mail. Hopefully this mailing list can clear up some of those problems and help us get organized. By the way, if you have just recently heard of us or written, we thank you for your interest and support. We sincerely hope you will consider being on our mailing list too. Thank you again for all your continued support, and please keep in touch. God bless you all in his service. In his service, Bill Power vocals base that's right sign the letter god bless you all in his service bill power so if you're new to the show uh i I apologize uh for what's about to follow it may seem uh weird to you uh if you're somebody that's been with me for the last uh 70 or so episodes or if you know anything about me um you know that i've been doing this for some time uh, I've been playing in bands since right around 1983, I guess, was when I was in this band, Point Blank. And uh, part of like early uh, scene of bands that were punk playing quote unquote Christian music. And, and I'm sure that you know kind of where I'm at these days with a lot of that stuff. I kind of cringe at a lot of the, those things. And, and uh, I hope that uh, these letters from the last episode and this episode kind of illustrate some of the climate at the time. But before most of these letters happened and uh, before I was in Blenderhead, before there was Tooth & Nail Records, uh, back in the 80s when I was just a little guy in high school um, trying to figure out my life and what I was doing, um, I found this letter <laughs> and this is a letter that, uh, I wrote to, uh, the co-founder of the band, uh, somebody I'm actually was recently in touch with that listens to the show. <laughs> it's kind of a horrifying letter. I've seen it before and I forgot about it. I mean, I know about this situation, what happened, but this is basically a letter well, you'll get what it's about. But uh, let me just say one other thing about that. Just in case anybody has any illusions about me or about this show or what I'm about or who I am, if if in any way I've left anybody with the uh, impression that I somehow think I'm cool or that I was cool because I worked at a record company or um, that I'm so awesome because I was in this band and I got postcards from Ian McKay and, and uh, <laughs> whatever, uh, if I've left you with some kind of impression that I think I'm better than other people, I've been having a side conversation with somebody that I I left them with the wrong impression. I'm told often that my sense of humor, that people don't get it. They never know when I'm serious uh, um, or kidding. (laughs) And uh, there's nothing worse maybe than being misunderstood. And uh, many, many, many years ago, uh, I took it upon myself to write this letter as a young guy. And, uh, this is obviously a letter that I would never write today. Uh, I don't feel many of the things that it contains in, but I I thought that it would be good in illustrating that, you know, many of us in our lives, uh, we come from different backgrounds. We do different things. We all start somewhere. We all come from somewhere. Uh, we grow as people. We, (laughs) we go through situations in my case, you know, a loss of my mother, a divorce, um, moving across the country, uh, getting older, you know, you go through a lot of things in your lifetime. You live through a lot of experiences. I will say uh, that one of the main subjects of this letter is somebody that I saw recently, and I've always felt bad about this particular thing, how it went down, and we and we had a good visit, and it was great to see him, and uh, and I've always carried a lot of guilt about uh, some of the stuff contained in here. Uh, it doesn't paint me in a good light. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading it today, though, because I think it's important to understand that, you know, I think in this day and age, it's like uh, shaming people that make mistakes is like a big thing or like, uh, you know, someone says the wrong thing and they slip up and then it's just like the Internet crucifies them. And uh, I think in that context, it's important to understand that kind of thing. And I don't support that. I don't think it's right. I think that 
if if anything, uh, as far as my problems with the church and and Christianity and Christians and all that stuff, one thing that I definitely believe in is the idea of redemption. I love a good redemption story. I like it when people are in bands and they break up and they get back together and they're able to mend fences. Maybe they do it for the money. I don't know. But you know what I mean? I just like it that the idea that um, people can learn from their mistakes and move on and grow and become better people and whatever. So Here's a letter I wrote as a teenager to a member of my band about other members of my band. It's really embarrassing and horrific. Uh, let's just say this is me uh, <laughs> just destroying any uh, any image you may have of me and how awesome I am. And I'm clearly not. So here we go. To guitar player. It is my feeling and conviction that our band is becoming ineffective and hypocritical. I do not feel that you are at fault or I, but I do feel that our drummer and our other guitarists indirectly are responsible for some attitude and priority conflicts in our band. Number one, our drummer at our last show in Fresno, he was seen smoking and heard cussing prior to and after our performance there. Several times people have told me that they were surprised and shocked that he is in a quote Christian band. As you know, he has a, hobbit, a habit of showing up late for practices and or not showing up at all. In addition, when we played at our church last month, he was an hour and a half late because he didn't have any drumsticks. You would have thought he would have checked earlier. He is discourteous and he always ignores my pleas for commitment and returning of phone calls. As of late, I've had to call him at least two to three times a week to come to practice. And our other guitar player calls him at least twice. That means I have to call him five times a week and he still doesn't show up. I don't think he deserves any more chances. And besides this, I don't think he wants to follow Jesus Christ. Oh God, this is so bad. Number two, our other guitarist is being influenced by the wrong type of music. And I was too. Our band's music is becoming more and more secularized. I was listening to secular punk and it had a totally bad effect on me and my attitude towards others. Do you think a Christian band has a very good witness when one of the guitarists has the dead Kennedys and social distortion written on his pants, not to mention a skull on the back of his jacket? Ugh. do you know that the dead Kennedy, what the dead Kennedy songs are about? Their latest album is called Frankenchrist. They have an album called In God We Trust, Inc. The cover of that album has a cross with a slash through it. And it has a picture of Jesus crucified to a cross made out of money. And this group is Disneyland compared to the exploited, his favorite band. They have swear words and practically every song on their album. I think it is obvious, at least to me that these bands have no place underlined in a Christian's life, especially one who is in the public eye as a representative of Jesus. Oh my God, this is so bad. Oh, it is my belief that if a quote Christian band is to be effective in its ministry, all of the members must be fully underlined, dedicated to Christ in all aspects of their lives. I feel that our guitarist, our other guitarist, is doing okay as far as his walk with God, quote, uh, in parentheses, not for me to judge. <laughs> this isn't judgmental at all. Uh, but when he is listening to and supporting bands that contradict, mock, and hate Christianity, he doesn't belong in the type of ministry we want to perform. To make this all very clear, I will add a few more details and comments. I do not want to be in this band as long as the following things still exist. A blank is our drummer. I don't think he's helping our band. I think he's hurting us spiritually and I cannot work with somebody who is not dedicated. B, the only style our guitarist likes now is fast and loud. He doesn't think people accept the message if we play at churches. In fact, he hates it when we play at churches. C, N told me that our guitarist wants to start a secular punk band. He has other gripes with me that he tells our other friends behind my back. He also doesn't like most of the songs that I write about Jesus. D, uh, both of these guys decided the night before we left for Fresno that they didn't want to go because the food wasn't being paid for. I had to beg and convince them to go. They should have thought about that a week or two earlier when they first heard about it. As usual, our drummer was late and even... When he showed up, he didn't know what was going on. That really made me mad. All they were thinking about was themselves and money. I realize gas money is important, but I paid for all my own food and I don't even have a job. And if you had asked for gas money, I would have gotten it somehow. <laughs> I guess what it all boils down to is this. Uh, their priorities are not in harmony with what we are trying to do. Our main underlying purpose is to spread the word of God, tell others about Jesus Christ. 
and to have a good time doing it. Yes, serving God requires some sacrifices, not money, not secular punk, not our image, not slamming, but Jesus Christ, slamming meaning moshing, in case you've never heard that before. The goals, directions, and priorities that we set down are opposite of theirs. It is very underlined obvious that our drummer's priorities are not the band or he would have been at practice. At least he would have been concerned enough to call. I don't think he can or will change his habits. And if he did, I don't think his heart would be in it. If our guitarist would change his musical influences, attitude, and priorities, I would love for him to remain. But I shared these concerns with him and he didn't seem to care. In fact, he thinks that me and my friends are stupid for quitting secular punk. In closing, by the way, this is a typed letter. <laughs> Very serious. Oh, boy. All downhill from here, folks. In closing, I offer what is my mind on my mind for the future. I have already found another drummer who is interested in replacing our current drummer. His name is, insert name here. Uh, he went to Grossmont High and was the captain of the drum squad in the marching band. He attends Grace Baptist Church and is a junior high advisor there. He is highly praised and recommended by... Uh, Breck and Doug for both his Christian character and skills musician. He currently works at Domino's Pizza as a delivery boy. He says he's willing and can rearrange his schedule for practices and or performances. He is influenced. He is influenced by undercover and the altar boys. <laughs> he wants to serve God in a band and is very interested in our band. Doug says he is very dedicated and picks up things fast. I would like to continue as point blank, but the lineup would be as follows. Bill Power, vocals, bass, the guy that the uh, letters to on guitar. And this new guy on drums. I refuse to continue to play in a band with these guys unless a miracle happens and their lives are totally changed. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and the chances of that are slim. Yeah. Waiting for a miracle. I have been praying for, it seems like I'm really, really waiting on the Lord. <laughs> God. Uh I have been praying for both of them for quite some time. I'm not asking for perfection. Lord knows I'm not perfect. I'm not even close. But if I'm going to serve God in this band, it's going to be with you and Barry. I have to be in a band where everybody is fully dedicated to serving Jesus Christ in every aspect of their life. These guys are walking on the fence. I'm not condemning them, but our band must, quote, walk its talk. We have to be underlined against the world. God commands it! Exclamation point. Please also understand that I have studied the scriptures relating to this and have prayed about it intensely. This is where I stand. You can support me in it and I can give Barry a, a tape. Then we can resume rehearsal in June. If not, I guess I'll be looking for a guitarist too. Wow. This is really heavy handed. By the way, this guy that I'm writing this letter to is quite a bit older than me. He was actually one of the youth leaders in my church. So I'm, this must have been really something else coming from some... 15 going on 16 year old kid it's got it all figured out <laughs> Good night uh, i really would like to continue in this ministry with you but that is your decision all i can do is tell you how i feel about the whole situation i wrote this information a letter so that you could study it further and pray about it so now when we get together to talk you can give your opinion on all this and hopefully we can come to some sort of agreement i realize that this is a very personal and sticky subject or could get very emotional our guitarist after all is my best friend or so he used to be Ugh. anyway i haven't shared these thoughts with anybody except for breck doug nathan and eric if that makes any difference they agree with me in every aspect of what i've said i can give more specific details and elaboration on any of this if you'd like please consider this in all seriousness and prayer in the upcoming days and try to reach a decision as to the future, whether or not you want to accept my proposal to drop this guy and this guy from the band. Definitely our drummer, no compromise on that issue. Anyway, take care and try not to be too busy. Let's talk soon in Christ, Bill. April 30th, 1986, 30 years ago. Ugh, I feel like throwing up now. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> I sure didn't. <laughs> it's really painful to read. Uh, but I think that transparency and, uh, I think it's very illustrative of a lot of things. And, uh, I'd be curious, uh, for your thoughts on that. I uh, hope you've enjoyed this, uh, episode of letters. I'm going to finish with this uh, last short thing here to tooth and nail that I thought was fun. TNN. I believe Tooth and Nail Records is the best thing to influence my generation for God's kingdom since the baptism of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Keep it up, bros. 
power, honor, and glory to the big G-O-D. P.S. Send me your catalog. Heck, send five. I'll get them out. All right, I hope you enjoyed that. It was another uh, almost twice as long as the last episode, about an hour of letters there. Um, I don't know if I'll do that again next week or not. Hopefully I'll get somebody in here for a guest episode. Uh, we'll just see. But uh, I appreciate your feedback on that, your thoughts. You can reach me anytime at billy at urbanachievershow.com. I always welcome to uh, hear from you, the listeners of the show. And uh, boy, was that painful, that last letter. Oh, good night. Anyway, uh, you can connect with the show on social media at Urban Achiever PC. Uh, we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and by we're, I mean me. And uh, you can join the email list at the website at urbanachievershow.com. You can make a one-time contribution uh, there as well. Uh, if you want to join and support the show on a regular basis, you can go to patreon.com slash urbanachiever. The uh, opening and closing show theme music uh, were written and performed by my buddy Ethan Luck. You can check out Ethan at ethanluck.bandcamp.com, also on tour with Kings of Leon. Also, he has a cool uh, new show called the Pirate Satellite Podcast, if you want to check out that. Uh, I hope wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, that uh, your life is good, that you're doing well. Uh, we all have to love each other and uh, do our best to grow and learn as people. And uh, until next time, keep up the good work. I'm proud of you.